Hi, this is Vinny DeRosa, and you're listening to me, Cousin Vinny, on the CousinVinnyNetwork.com. I'm going to be sharing with you a few topics that I know a lot about, and some, eh, not so much. Sometimes we will have guests that will make you say and think, I didn't know that. I have traveled to all 67 counties of Florida since 1968 and have lived up and down the West Coast, seen and done a lot the last 50 years. You would not even possibly believe. I won't sugarcoat my comments. I've been told that I'm not very politically correct, so get over it. Drop me a line on our Facebook page at CousinVinnyNetwork.com, or if you'd like to be a guest, give me a call at 888-738-7381. That's 888-738-7381. And please share our podcast for anybody else that you know out there that loves podcasts. Please take some time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible on the Cousin Vinny Network. It's Cousin Vinny here on the Cousin Vinny Network. Another super duper interview coming up next with Rick Wareheim from Home Guard Associates. So, Rick, you've brought someone here with you today to talk about some uh, interesting new facts and figures and stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, this is our third uh, podcast, uh, Vinny, in this series, yep. and uh, there's a certain logical sequence to this for you folks who have uh, hopefully you've uh, you've heard the uh, the first two, and the first one involved uh, the purchase of of a firearm and mm -hmm. what's all involved in that, and the tips and good things and bad things. Uh, the second podcast that we did uh, involved practicing. With that firearm, learning how to use it properly, some tips on going out to the range and things to do and not do and uh, that, that type of thing. And uh, the, uh, the uh, third one that I, uh, that I wanted to do uh, is involving the storage of, of firearms. And uh, it's one of those things, you know, quite frankly, that a lot of people don't pay enough attention to. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not, you know, there's not all the fun and glamour. It's not glamorous, <laughs> no. You know? It's not, but it's very, very important. Correct. And um, uh, that, I thought, would be a nice, uh, as I said, a nice sequence to this is that you can uh, purchase your firearm properly. Mm -hmm. You can learn how to use it properly. And thirdly, you can learn how to store it uh, properly. And it's a very it's a very serious subject. I hope we have some 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 fun with it. I'll be the first to admit I am not an expert in gun storage. Really? No. I wow. Am not. I am not. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that being the case, I uh, looked for somebody in our area who uh, is an expert in it, and uh, it's uh, I, we have with us today Hillary uh, Dubay, uh, who is uh, the owner of HNR Gunworks. And uh, which is a store, by the way, that has an excellent reputation oh, uh, thank you. In, in our area. Uh, as a quick aside, uh, I noticed in our, our local newspaper, the Citrus Chronicle, mm -hmm. uh, they have the best of the best. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and HNR was. Can we do the clapping sound now? Yeah, right. <laughs> HNR was, uh, was best of the best. And I've uh, had uh, some. Uh, contacts in the industry with Hillary before I was always impressed and I'm I'm Thank happy you. I'm happy to have her here today and pick her brain and hopefully we'll all uh, learn something 
And to kick this off, uh, Hillary, if you don't mind, just give us a little bit uh, more about uh, your, your background, and then we'll, we'll get yeah, into it. absolutely. Um, so my name is Hillary Dubay, and I'm the owner of H&R Gunworks over in Inverness. Um, we've been there for about four years now. Um, and just as a side note, safes can be glamorous. <laughs> there are some very nice ones. <laughs> you want to showcase them. They can be a part of the uh, decor feng shui. Um, so my background, I have been the owner there uh, for four years. I'm originally from Connecticut, um, but I did come to Florida from California. And I did not do guns there because those states are not very gun friendly. But I did uh, do some competition shooting, and I just... I just really enjoy shooting. So here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So let's start off with a, with a, a, a big question mm-hmm. that, uh, that, that people might have, especially people, frankly, that are new. We, we've geared a lot of our podcast mm-hmm. uh, to uh, people that might be new okay, uh, you sure. know, uh, to this. Uh, on the other hand, uh, there could be some people that are uh, experienced in shooting, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in proper storage. Yeah, the, the experienced you know? ones are the ones that just throw, yeah, there's no safes. They're yeah. just, yeah, here, okay. Yeah, exactly. So um, big question is then why should I have a safe? Well, number one, I would say starting is for safety. So theft is usually what comes to mind. But for me, I would say gun safety. So think about in your house now, how many people are having access. So do you have someone that maybe cleans the house? Um, do you have someone that has access to somewhere where you have firearms? Um, even when you have people over your house, I mean, you know, maybe you have, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying people have guns in their bathrooms and you might have someone, you know, you have it in a drawer, someone uses your spare bathroom, whatever. So thinking about who has access to guns in your house, um, babysitters, even people with spare keys. I mean, you never know. Someone might you know, hey, this is a really cool gun, but you just don't want to have something happen where it could have been avoided. So number one would be gun safety. The second most important thing in my mind would then be theft. So your guns, I'm sure, have sentimental value, but keeping guns kind of in the right hands would be really important. So not only do you want not want your guns to get stolen, you don't want something bad to happen after that with with that gun that's been stolen mm-hmm. so those two are probably the biggest factors Inso- um, involved insofar as the safety is concerned hillary i would imagine in particular uh, if you have children mm-hmm. in your uh, in your home uh either your own or visiting children or grandchildren absolutely or, or whatever that the safety issues become partic- absolutely particularly acute and, at that point. and people drop by you know and and it literally takes one second so absolutely um in florida there is no federal legal requirement um, as of right now with child access prevention laws uh, 25 states and dc do have requirements that guns be locked up to prevent access so, you know, not being a lawyer or giving you legal advice, um, Florida law does state that any person who stores or leaves a loaded firearm on premise under his or her control must do at least one thing. Keep the firearm in a securely locked box, safe or container. Keep the firearm in a location which a reasonable person would believe it to be secure or secure it with a trigger lock. Mm-hmm. However... 
to a different degree, we don't know when people are stopping by. You know, I got friends with kids that come by, they don't call, they're just opening the door and here they are. So how can you always be prepared for that when you also are leaving guns in your house for self-protection? So we'll talk about a couple different ways um, to kind of give access to you quickly, but access to other people, not quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you live in a house where no one's there, then, and you're not using it for self-defense, trigger locks, whatever is no big deal, but safes are easier. Yeah. I, uh, did a little shocking as it is a little bit of research <laughs> and, uh, uh, some of the, these, some of the stuff that I ran across really was pretty startling and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's not up to the minute, but you know, it's, it's uh, got a couple of years, uh, on it mm-hmm. was the only stats I could really oh, yeah, find yeah. That, that made any sense. And I, I won't go through the whole laundry list, but in, in particular, uh, there, there, according to this particular study, there is 1.69 million, say for conversation's sake, of over a million and a half mm-hmm. uh, children under 18 that mm-hmm. live in homes with unsecured firearms. Yeah, oh, I believe it. And uh, 65% of the guns that have been used in school shootings came from the home. Mm-hmm. And 90% of unint- unintentional shootings occur at the home. Correct, yeah. And... Uh, Again, I'm not going to go on and on with stats. That alone should be startling enough mm-hmm. for people to realize that that this this is you know it's a significant problem. And I, I guess I'll, be, I'll keep hearkening back to this, especially if children are involved. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. This. Uh, you know, you, you really have to really have to be concerned. And I'm not expecting any answer on this, but it came to mind. You know, I could be doing great things in my home. Mm-hmm. You know, having every secure thing I can think mm-hmm. of. To, to store my uh, firearms, uh, but what if my kid goes to a friend's house? Mm. Absolutely, and, and absolutely, and then they're not quite as responsible as, you. as mm-hmm. I am now. How am I? You know, how do I deal with that? And it's awkward, right? I mean, we're all firearms friendly. That's no secret, mm-hmm. you know. And it's 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 going to be. You know, I, I went through scenarios in my mind. Of well, course, how would I handle that? And do you know if I knew the neighbor really well, and I they knew me and. You know that what I was involved in and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe it'd be not that difficult to do, but I would think an argument could be made. I should bring this up. You know, I know yeah, you. I, I know you have firearms in your home, and I hope you don't take offense at this. Yeah. But I want to make sure that everything is is secure and uh, and tell me how you got them secured. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know. That's a part of being a responsible gun owner. So, you know, buying a gun is not like buying a pair of shoes. You know, there are things that come with it that you just, you know, right. you got to do. Right. And, the other, you know, the other overriding thing, having spun that story, uh, the other overriding thing, though, as a responsible gun owner, and if I had, I do have kids, but they're, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're long gone. They have their own safes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Uh, but uh, let's pretend for a minute, you know, that I that uh, the kids were still in the home and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Is uh, I think it's just so imperative uh, that somehow or another you have that sit down with your kid. Absolutely. And, just, and so the the point here is that it, then if they're outside of your home, you know, you have your home fine, but you've educated them, mm-hmm. and they go to someone else's house, and the goofball kid out there starts, you know, hauling out dad's pistol mm-hmm. you know is that he knows that your kid knows what's going on and just puts 
the stop, the stop on that, to you know, it. Right, mm -hmm. You know, right, right then and there, literally Absolutely. runs out of the house. But you have to teach your kids. I you have to teach your kids. Completely there. agree. Right. And truthfully, right. we do kids classes. I had two lessons today with two um, younger girls, and they were just phenomenal. And those, I think, just kind of taking the you know, um, what's the right word? Mystery. The mystery yeah, out of yeah, it, right? Yeah. You know, um, she went and shot and she's like, oh, okay. Now I know what it is, you know? She's, her, this is her words. It wasn't like in the movies. Because yeah. <laughs> she's 12 years old, it's cracking me up. I'm like, did you think you were going to come out here and be John Wick? You know? Um, but I think that too, like the allure of it. But having that talk with your kids, you know, I grew up in Connecticut. Um, I knew my mom had a gun in the house, which, you know, was I guess if you knew my mom, you'd be surprised, but I never, you know, looked for it or anything. I just, you know, that just wasn't me, but I would, you know, she basically said enough to where I knew, but right. if it was like, Oh, you can't ever touch this. What's the first thing I'm going to want to go. I'm going to want to sure. find it and sure. look at it. I mean, hello, you know, you're a kid. So yeah, yeah I think doing that, but again, that's all being responsible, being a responsible parent, being a responsible gun owner, you know, going into that. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta think it, you gotta think it through. Uh, Absolutely. You know, in your yeah. own head and then pass it along. Absolutely. To, to and think like a kid. Cause you know, they're kids. There's, I can remember fairly recently a couple of local stories where they were in the local newspapers again, mm -hmm. where, where kids, uh, had tragic accidents right. with, uh, with firearms at, right. you know, at home and, uh, not knowing any of the details, but I would assume it was an accident. You know, they're just up, yeah, you know, playing, absolutely. playing with guns and whatever. And, uh, you know, you, in this instance, you can't blame the kids. Right. You know, they're goofball Being kids. kids. You know? Being kids. But uh, you as a parent really have to take this yeah. very, 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 very seriously. Uh, and, you know, speaking of that, maybe more selfishly as a, mm -hmm. as a parent for a moment, is you also have to realize that if you don't have your your firearm stored properly is you're exposing yourself to tremendous liability. Yeah. Uh, you know, you already touched on this, but mm -hmm. if they're, if they're stolen or yeah. if there is an accident in the home and it's somebody else's kid, right. Uh, for instance, is, uh, you are in a, well, going to be in a world. Of right. Hurt. And, and how much emotional, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, even if something, you know, if someone takes it and something happens, I mean, that's just, it all could be prevented for the most part. I mean, you're not going to stop everything, right. but you got to do your part, you know, to what you can, to the best you can. Right. That's it. Do the best you can with it. Right. Yeah. So there, uh, the, the, real quickly there, like you already pointed out, there are, there are laws on the books mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that's serious enough. Right. But then, uh, you know, then there's the, there's a civil law mm -hmm. involved in this and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and if you, if you just want to get down to brass tacks is, uh, your life is pretty much going to be wiped out. Oh yeah. If, Absolutely. Uh, if something happens. So Absolutely. To, to spend a little money to get uh, not even that trigger locks are free i will give them away <laughs> okay. are you sure i promise you that okay free all free right. free right. so those um you know that yeah that comes with all the handguns you know but any of the other ones absolutely okay yeah let's let's talk about safes themselves mm -hmm. then and again i'll be the first to admit you know i uh, i yeah. haven't visited we'll this in, in, in quite some time uh, mainly because my, uh, you know, my, my, my kids are, are, are not kids anymore mm -hmm. or whatever. So mm -hmm. I haven't d dealt with this in quite some time yeah. when they were little kids. Yes. But, but now, uh, you know, I, I, it's not on the top of my list. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so it, but it should be. I, it should be. We're going to get you a new safe. I, I should be. I should be taking this more seriously. Right, we're gonna, the next podcast. We're going to have. We're going to deliver it. <laughs> there's my confession. So, uh, but let's assume there there is a, a fellow like me uh, mm-hmm. who's uh, you know getting back, if you will, into the safe. Mm-hmm. business uh, as part of my firearms experience yes is uh i know in looking at this there's a wide variety of of, there is. of, of, of things and i'm going to assume like most things that people can buy uh there is a great variety in the quality mm-hmm. and uh and when what people should be what people should be looking for correct so uh if I'm not mistaken, I, you handled Liberty brand. I do Liberty, mm-hmm. and uh, I know for a fact that's. Uh, I you know let's get this out of the way. I know it's a very high quality safe to mm-hmm. begin with. Yep. So that's a good start. Yeah. Hey, if we're gonna do it, buy once, cry once. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, just do it once the right time. Right. And truthfully, there's just a safe is a box, but the way I explain it is. It is a box of time. You are buying time, whether that be with security writing, so how long it takes someone to physically break in to steal your things, or fire, how long it takes something to burn it, right? I mean, those are the two things we're protecting against. Um, Someone getting in and something happening to what's inside. So it's a box, but what makes the things in the box um, and the outside materials, construction, et cetera. Um, I am a Liberty dealer. I'm a platinum dealer with them. We deliver all over the state of Florida. Uh, So setting up and delivering is probably the most important thing that I looked for when I decided what safes I wanted to sell. So I had bought my first Liberty safe in Connecticut probably about 15 years ago and they did deliver it. I was very impressed. Um, I had to save and I got a third job because I bought the best one because I wanted to do it the right way and I loved it and I still have it. I moved it here. It costs way more to move it than just buy another one, but it was a sentimental value. Um, so that's what I have and I've had it a long time. It's an investment, but you know, it's something, it, it's not like buying a car, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can do financing, but it's not that expensive, mm-hmm. you know, so put on the credit card, 0%. <laughs> What, what about the, uh, let's go through like maybe a little checklist. Mm-hmm. How about the size, uh, that size of the safe? Like yes. What should I be thinking about? So here's the first thing that I'll tell you. You buy the biggest, best safe you can afford. Okay. So just like your self-protection gun, you buy the best thing you can afford because that gun's got to work. So same thing with the safe. If you have a bunch of cash, you buy, well, depending on how much cash you have, you buy the smallest safe, but with the highest fire rating. You don't want to put a bunch of cash in a 30 minute fire rating safe. Mm -hmm. So your fire rating is an important factor to look for. 30 minutes is going to be basically your bare minimum. There are a lot of inexpensive thin metal safes that offer no fire rating. If you're going to do it, you know, at least do 30 minutes. Is that, is that how these are rated by, is it by minutes? It is Is minutes. Mm -hmm. Now here's what, what I've done some research on. That's interesting. What I like to do is, depending on what so liberty has a 30 60 75 and 90 okay so minutes Uh mm -hmm. and that's their fire rating now they put so liberty does a lot of cool testing and if you go on youtube you'll see them drop safes from cranes i mean i had one in the store with the cinder block and they they burn them so they get the temperature up and then stick the safe in 
So like preheating your oven, you don't put your cookies in when it's at zero. You put your cookies in at 350, right? Oh, good so to know. The, right, yeah, we're not eating cookies at his house. <laughs> so that's what I was doing That's wrong. the problem. So that's something to look for because, you know, there's always a, a loophole with things, but um, that's really good quality testing, you know, to actually see that at that temperature, it is that Okay. So you're going to want to look at the fire rating and then decide because fire rating, the higher you go, the more it costs. So going back to buying the biggest, best safe you can afford, you think about what you're going to put in it and then base your fire rating off that. If it's cash, go as high as you can. If it's guns and you don't live in the middle of nowhere and the fire department's going to get to you, let's say reasonable time, Mm -hmm. 30 minutes is okay. But, you know, for my customers in Bushnell that, you know, their fire department is who knows how long, you know, even though they might just have a couple guns, you get, you know, a little bit higher rating. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that makes a safe different than another safe. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I would do is think about what you're going to put in it. Secondly, think about where it's going to go. So I have a lot of people that put safes in garages, which is fine. Um, You can lag bolt it. We can actually put it to the floor so no one walks away with it. Most of these safes are heavy, but if you get a smaller one, you might consider lag bolting it, but you wouldn't want to do that to your nice tile, right? So garage, you know, wherever you're going to put it, start there, do some measuring, floor print. Mm -hmm. They can go in closets, you know, if you don't want it to be seen, but they also do make covers that go over. So if you do want it in your garage, but don't want people to see it, put a slip cover on it. But that's not quick access. So you got to think about where is it going to go in relation to what are you going to put in that you need right away? Right. Yeah. The, the, another thing I, I ran across uh, too is that I, I thought was a pretty good, uh, pretty good benchmark for insofar as uh, securing it and, and mm-hmm. the size and all that stuff mm-hmm. is that if you if you could haul it in your house, mm-hmm. someone can haul it out of your house. Correct. Right. So. Insofar as, uh, you know, securing it someplace or whatever, seems to me that that, mm-hmm. that might be a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. In today's world, uh, you know, especially, as you um, well know, right now, yeah. with the shortage of firearms and all mm-hmm. that stuff, I mean, the market, uh, mm-hmm. I would I, I would assume, don't know personally, but I would assume that the, that, that the you know, the criminal market uh, for mm-hmm. firearms is probably pretty good now. Yes. And if some, uh, one of the bad guys sees that you, that you have guns, yeah. uh, the chances are uh, they're... You don't want to be a target. Try to take them. Right. Right. But uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, even the stupidest of criminals knows that they have a very limited amount of time Mm -hmm. to to do it. So if you if you put up some kind of barriers. Correct. uh, Something. And like I said, I mean, we're not going to stop everything. mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, is someone going to waste time when there's an easier target when they know? I mean, you know, maybe not. So you got to just that's what you're buying. You're buying time. Right. So another good point to that would be the next on your list of things to look for would be your security. So um, Liberty has something that's pretty cool that they have. um, They have instead of a metal rod, it is actually a metal sheet. So it's military grade strength. So a lot of people are used to seeing the circular locks, but we actually do a metal sheet basically. So it is not hollow on the inside. So higher security um, is what you're going to look for. So those old rods, the circular ones that you used to see a while back, those are pretty much in this industry done with. So higher security level. Um, okay, and- I, I, I got to stop you because I, being the, the amateur that I am, I don't know what that means. The, the rods that are going through the safe Correct. from one side to the other, is that? Right, so your, your locking mechanism, let's say. Okay. So 
on a lower end safe, you might see two on the side door. Okay. On a higher end safe, you might see three and then one on the top and the bottom. Gotcha. So on a lower end safe, like thin metal, someone's going to come in, just pry the thing open. There's nothing stopping that door from opening. Okay. On a higher end safe, you're going to have a thicker bar. So let's say a quarter inch uh, of just steel. So you might have six steel bars locking this thing up. It's going to be harder to open. And, and what is Liberty offering now that's different? Um, well, also they have something that's kind of cool, which is called a roll form process. So um, there's also some really cool videos of this online too, okay. where they take a single piece of steel and they'll shape it. They'll actually kind of like fold it up like a little sandwich into a box. So there's fewer welds. So there's fewer like... I guess, quote unquote, soft spots okay. in it, I gotcha. um, yeah. which also makes it a little bit stronger right. um, to pretty much eliminate those pry, pry attacks, basically. Uh, so I don't forget the point, too, is that uh, if, you, if, you, uh, if you go through this process and get yourself a good safe and mm -hmm. store your firearms and mm -hmm. all that business, I would assume a call that you probably should make is to your insurance company. Yes, right? because most of them do offer discounts um, for fire rating and for like a higher security. So if you buy a more inexpensive safe, you know, like a, I call that like an ammo safe. So mm -hmm. Liberty offers an ammo can. It's not fire rated. It's just to put your ammo in. They're probably not going to give you a discount on that. It's mm -hmm. not really preventing anything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, most insurance companies do. Yeah. As, you know, uh, just slightly off the subject too, as long as we touched on insurance, I'd like to give our, our listeners just this quick tip as well, is uh, a lot of you may assume that your firearms are, are covered uh, by your homeowner's policy. Not necessarily true. Uh, you need to uh, you need to call your agent and see what kind of insurance, especially if mm -hmm. you have if you have a valuable collection. Absolutely. Uh, I would assume most people, uh, you know, do have a truly valuable connection, know this, but you never know. Or someone that's building up a, a collection or, or gets into uh, collectibles or whatever, mm -hmm. is that you you want to check and make sure that you're uh, that it's covered uh, your, your your firearms. Uh, and sometimes you have to get a, a rider, you know, attached mm -hmm. to your current policy. Sometimes it'll be on your policy, but it's worth yeah. making, a, making a quick call. Just Absolutely. To, uh, you know, just to make, you know, just to make sure. A little bit of time, nice. putting a little time will save you a lot of headache later. Right. You know, just like anything else. Right. Okay. So, uh, the, uh, here's the one thing I wanted to ask you, and, uh, you know, these, these are questions coming from my heart. Mm -hmm. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, once I started thinking about this, you know, and, and again, I, uh, this has been fun for me because a lot of the stuff, you know, for me is kind of repetitive and all that. Mm -hmm. Not so much, yeah. of, not so much of this. Right. And here's the question that I had when I was thinking this through. Say I, I you know, I'm a, a good boy and I get a I get a good safe uh -huh. and everything is 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 hunky dory and all that stuff. Now I'm faced with the situation of look, I have, uh, but I have a firearm mm -hmm. uh, that, to me, to my way of thinking, uh, if someone is 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 breaking down my door at three in the mm -hmm. morning, uh, this is my go-to firearm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And right now, I have pretty e easy access yes, to it. Yes, you do. You I know? bet. So that's not much of a problem. Now I'm thinking this through, and well, wait a second. Here I'm, you know, preaching to myself about securing my firearms and getting them in the safe and putting the trigger lock. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, I'm so and, excited because I have the answer. <laughs> I'm not done with the question. I know, but I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to blow your mind if you don't know about it already. <laughs> Excuse the expression, fire away. <laughs> no pun intended. So... Biometric is 
That's the word. Just one word answer. So like I was talking about the garage, we have our collector. He's got all these nice guns. He puts them in the garage and is safe with the slip cover over it. Nobody knows it's there. Great. Yeah. Now we have our self-defense guns or the guns that we're bringing to the range, you know, once a week, we're not going to put it in. We want it to be easy for us, right? It's got to be easy for us, but it's got to be safe. So they also offer biometric safes that can store up to 25 fingerprints. So you can have 25 people access to these safes. So not not your kid, not your kid, people you want. Right. right. Um, So you can set it up. You literally put your finger on it. Safe opens. Some of them have lights on the inside. I mean, you can get as nice as you want, but that's going to be the answer to that. So I get home every night, put my gun in the same mm-hmm. safe that I have, and it's biometric, it's locked, all my guns are secure, life right. is good. Good, good, makes good sense. And I, I'd add to that now that you've, now that you've uh, introduced that, is like anything else involving your firearm, mm-hmm. if you go that route, uh, practice. Absolutely, yeah. and practice in the dark, and exactly. I wear glasses, yeah. I really can't see very well, so at night, practice without your glasses. Right. Seriously. Right. And, and, and I, you know, I, I guess I'll throw this out too. It's like any other time you practice with your firearm, mm-hmm. it's great. Make sure but it's make unloaded. Sh- there you go. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's, it's a practice session, you know, so, uh, you know, so make sure that uh, you have a safe firearm when you're, uh, when you're doing your practice, but literally, you know, do it where it's obviously where it's going to be mm-hmm. uh, normally and with the lights out mm-hmm. and, uh, and, 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 and the rest of it, even, uh, I guess you could even, if you wanted to really get some serious practice in is even set an alarm, set an alarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every night, yeah. you know, but just yeah. to give you just the alarm and when the alarm goes off, you know, that's the time for your practice session mm-hmm. and see how, see how uh, quickly it, uh, you, you can get to it. Cause as we, as we all know, in a real life situation, uh, you know, uh, no matter how you, how well you did in practice, you're mm-hmm. not going to do nearly as well in a real life situation. If you hear somebody banging at your door, absolutely. You know, so, um, that's the, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. So bottom line is then if it's uh, if for, uh, we'll call it your tactical firearms, mm-hmm. you still have to come up with an idea that you can tactically use them well. Right. Right. Uh, the other ones, your, your hunting rifle or, uh, yeah. you know, or, we're not shooting them all every day. Yeah. Collectibles <laughs> or whatever. Correct. This is where you're, uh, this is where you're correct. Safe your safe comes in. So that's, uh, it's good. And something okay. else too, just to kind of add to that, as far as going into the accessories and things. So in that safe that your gun, you know, your carry gun, whatever you come home, it's not in there all day. That's the one I don't have anything in, um, as far as dehumidifier or light. I mean, I think there's a little light in there, but nothing crazy. So mm-hmm. that's stuff that it's not really in there all day. I'm not too concerned, but your guns that are in the garage or, or you're not touching for a long time, definitely put a dehumidifier in there. Mm-hmm. Something there's plenty of options, but it's Florida and the humidity, right. even in your house and your air conditioner, it changes a ton. Anyone that smokes cigars and has a humidor knows this in their house mm-hmm. for sure. It mm-hmm. is like multiplied in your gun safe. What, what are the, the uh, dehumidifiers look like? What, what are they? There's are a couple they, options. They... So if you have a safe with power, cause that's a thing. So if you have uh, a safe that you can connect, then you're going to have something that you plug in. It's called a dehumidifier rod, Mm -hmm. D-rod. That's one you're going to plug in, set it, and forget it. You might have some lights plugged into that. If you do not have a safe that can get electric or one that's not set up for it, then they make a canister. And it's bakeable, so you'll take it out, you know, do it on an anniversary, whatever, um, special date. Remember to take it out, bake it. 
and put it back in okay. and keep it going. A, a number of times uh, I ran across uh, the, the it, it appears to be a principle that, again, I, I need help understanding. It seemed almost like, a, like it was axiomatic that you should have your firearms in one safe and your ammo in another safe. And for the life of me, as much as I try to think that through, is yeah, I wh- think it's why, fine. why would that be? I think you're going to run out of room if you're putting your ammo in there. I know you'd like to sell. The, I know you'd like to sell the guy another safe. Uh, yeah. right? That's why so. they made the ammo can. <laughs> but I, I, I was, I'm, I honestly was wondering if there was some reason that I'm missing here. Why it would so? Uh, to my knowledge, so no. Right? I, I've done that for a while, especially now. I got ammo that's worth more than some of my guns. Right. Oh my gosh, with this craziness going on. So, to my knowledge, but I will look into that. I. I I really couldn't figure it out, to tell you the truth, uh, because uh, insofar as the storage and dehumidification mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the whole thing, and having ammo near uh, in proximity to your firearms to me seems like, seem like a pretty good idea. But if they're yeah. if they're not loaded in yeah. your firearm, yeah. what I didn't I I didn't get it. So I guess none of us know. Yeah, I think that should be fine. That's a yeah. mystery. <laughs> yeah. I think was the, I think it was probably the safe marketing guys who wanted yeah, to that, sell that, two safes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And besides your gun safe, you, of course you need an ammo safe. Oh, and yeah. so. a document safe. Oh, yeah. Let's not yeah. forget. So hear me out. And this is why I always tell people buy the biggest safe because you will have the safe, small safe syndrome. Once you get home, it looks big at the store and you put it in your house and you start putting your stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is not the same safe I saw at the store. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But putting yeah. documents too. So what's cool. And another thing you want to look for is something that has a door panel. So when you open up the safe, you have your side door, right? So you have your storage here. But that door panel where you can put handguns and then uh, they have something called a cool pocket where you can put your papers in. I mean, there's some documents you're going to want to put in there, too. Right. So that's always yeah, kind of nice, good, too. That would be a good idea, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. That'd be, uh, I'm sure you have some yeah. papers at home that, you know, might need to be somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Here's a here's a strange question to ask it but another one that was kind of befuddled as a matter of fact when we were planning on doing this there was a story that came out in the paper where some kid uh, locked himself oh god locked himself inside of a safe <sighs> sorry how do you lock yourself in there i don't know that's, what I, was ta- gonna, that's what I was gonna ask you okay especially if you're a kid how 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 would you i'm not it, i'm not gonna lie we have safes big enough at the store that I have gotten into and shut the door, but I didn't close it. You can't close it from that side. I don't know what kind of safe they had, right. but you got to try. I feel like his brother was the one that turned the handle. There's more to the story. There's more yeah. to the story. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I, I happened. I know it happened at a, uh, at a, one of the retailers and I don't remember. Wh- oh which my one. gosh. It was a big box, a big box retailer. Yeah. That and, somebody, somebody was playing a trick on him. Yeah. And some kid got locked in there and you'd have to think, right. That you'd have, You'd have, he's a smart kid. That's a smart kid to get himself locked in yeah. there like that. <laughs> yeah. The story was bizarre. I, I probably shouldn't have brought was it. Was it a Liberty? <laughs> Heck no. I want to know what kind of safe It was one of those was. inferior brands. I'll tell you the real bizarre part about the story. Now that I brought up a bizarre story is, is part of the, part of it was they had a call. They had a call. A fire, locksmith, the, fi- the, fire, the fire department. department. To get, to get them out, I, I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, this safe is in your store and someone is locked in. And Why you didn't have, they you, just press the code and open it? Yeah. Right. You might, There's a lot of weird stuff. Open it, but what had, state was this in? I think, uh, let's say it was Florida. It's <laughs> always another a, it's Florida always man a good thing. Guess, right? <laughs> 
You can never go wrong with a bizarre story yep. in Florida. Mm-hmm. So. What did you Google, Google to find that? No, it was in. I it was just in the it paper. It was in the paper. It was That's this. Funny. Ki- it was this. Uh, the, I think the first story I told you was a local one. We're gonna look at that. And up. then they uh, referenced uh, this other incident. You know, this other incident that happened in a in a retail uh, retail store. Oh so, my gosh, we're gonna find out. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna make a note of that right now. Probably. I want to see pictures. Probably not to worry about, right? <laughs> I wouldn't worry. <laughs> Yeah, never had anyone ask me that before. Okay, so you know when you mentioned before, uh, it, I, I meant to bring it up at the time about moving these safes, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, uh, hopefully, I'm done with it, but a lot of people mm-hmm. move. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of frequently, you know, and now they have a safe to deal with. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, do most retailers? I think you said you guys do. Uh, like delivery is included mm-hmm. is included in mm-hmm. this. Okay, and then uh, if if uh, if and when uh, they say they wanted to move it to a different location in mm-hmm. their house, that once it got in there, it's like you know we should have put it in the garage Absolutely. or we should have put it downstairs. Yeah, they come back to you guys. To Absolutely, do that? and okay. I will move other safes, not just Liberty. <laughs> so yes, we can do that. Um, the the most thing, honestly, to be concerned with is stairs. So the the record I have in Florida is 21 stairs. And yes, we will bring it up. We use a stair climber. It is possible. Mm-hmm. But that is, that's, you know, but you don't have to worry about it. We do it. Yeah. But yes, we will move the safes. We will move other safes. So if I come deliver a safe to you, you have another safe there. Of course, we're going to move it for you. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all these guys do. They, they know how to move them. Yeah, it's probably a good a good cautionary tale though. Is be is in your preliminary research when mm-hmm. you're going to get a, a safe is like really think this through where you want want it to. Uh, yeah, where you and want and it to be, if we right? get so. there and you're like, eh, I don't like it there, move it. I'm totally going to move it. You know, no big deal. The one thing that I would ask uh, wherever you buy a safe is if they will deliver, but make sure that it's not curbside. So a lot of these places will kind of get you in. Oh, we deliver, we deliver. And then they're just going to throw it in, you know, your, your yard. And you're like, "Uh, I have a thousand pound safe in my yard. (laughs) You don't think the neighbors are going to know what you're doing. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Ask that. Cause I, I've heard a lot of horror stories about that. So make sure it is not just curbside. Um, now we do offer a discount if you come and pick it up. I've had two guys uh-huh. Uh, come and pull safes out of the store by themselves, and hey, more power to you, you know. But yeah. to me, I mean, well, they might have their their, their equipment yeah. at home. Yeah, too, so feel it, so. free. That's fine. It's fun for us. We like to eat while you guys move in, and we watch. It's fun. <laughs> but um, that's something I would ask is if they deliver. Yeah. And another thing that I would ask um, that I learned the hard way is ask what kind of truck they're going to bring. So make sure that it's unmarked. It just, in my opinion, you know, I don't want some big box truck that says, you know, Billy Bob safes rolling up at my house for all my neighbors to see, you know, so we just have an unmarked truck and, you know, just, that's a, that's a good thing. That's it really comes smart. in a big box. It looks like a refrigerator, you know, so just kind of thinking ahead. Yeah. That's really smart. Uh, Cause you know, you don't always know you're, you know, I do. And my neighbors are always home. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'll be calling me. What, what kind of fridge did you get? Oh, the good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Though. That's good. Insofar, insofar as the civil liability uh, goes in this, I just want to get back to that again, mm-hmm. real, uh, you know, real, real quickly is uh, this is something that, uh, that I want people to really pay attention to because mm-hmm. people are always thinking about, you know, ju- just insofar as, uh, insofar as someone getting in, uh, getting into the house and, mm-hmm. and taking their guns and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But then there's a stage two to this. And once those firearms are in somebody else's hands, mm-hmm. 
technically, possibly, you're going to become deeply involved in that, that you didn't properly. Uh, yeah. Properly and what if they're pointing the your gun at you? And all that you know, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's something to think about. Right. So I, so we don't forget, uh, just tell us a little more about then what the inventory that you have at the, at the store, mm-hmm. if you're comfortable with it, the, can we get some, maybe some price yeah. ranges at least? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, um, so we have 10 safes at all times, um, and the store to come and look at, and we change them out. You know, we do have a warehouse, um, in Micanopy of all of them. Um, if we don't have something, they are made in America, they are made in USA. So I, literally get them in a big truck delivered um so they do come right from from there um so if we don't have it we'll get it but i think you kind of most people will stick with a 23 to 25 gun safe so they are rated by that like okay this is a 50 gun but truthfully we put away all of our guns at night and I can fit way more than 50 guns in that 50 gun safe. <laughs> so it basically becomes a challenge for me, like to Tetris them. So we do usually have a few 23 to 25. Um, those are decent sizes. So if you're looking at kind of a base model, you know, let's say for an 18 gun safe, you're probably looking at about 700 delivered. Um, and the presidential right now. So there's there's all kinds of sales and promotions and things like that. Okay. The presidential is pretty much the nicest. It's got all the bells and whistles. It looks beautiful. I mean, this is a piece of art, right, in the living room. And those, let's say, are like 2,500. So, you know, 700 to 3,000 and everything in between. But most, I would say the average would be about 1,500. Okay. And say for, you know, for a lot of people that, uh, that really, they might have a couple handguns, mm-hmm. maybe a shotgun and, yeah. and a rifle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of folks still appropriate uh, for them. Truthfully. Today? Yes. Uh-huh. Because one, like I said, once you start putting your stuff in there, you got your guns on one side, you got your ammo. Now you've got some jewelry, you got yeah. some paperwork in one day, you're going to fill that thing yeah. and you're mm-hmm. going to be like, man, I, I need a bigger, bigger safe, you know? So I think even if you have a couple of guns, think about everything else that now you can put in there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if someone comes in and uh, for one reason or another, the inventory that you have, they just haven't found the, the, the right one. Mm-hmm. I can send uh, them to other stores. Well, it's not, I'm not going to ask you to do that. Uh, but I assume there's catalogs and stuff oh, like yeah. that, that, you know, that you can go through with mm-hmm. them and then they, it's delivered. And what's, what would be a, a, is there a typical delivery time for somebody? Usually next week. Really? Okay. About a week. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's great. I'm going to take you a little bit off track, uh, but it's still dealing with, with, with safes. And uh, I know I'm asked this quite a bit. And I just want you to touch on it as well. Uh, insofar as you're, you're securing your firearms mm-hmm. and that's when you would take it out of the house, but you take it in the car, mm-hmm. uh, for instance. And there's, I know there's a, a variety of ways that, that uh, they can be, if you will, stored yeah uh you know at that uh, you know at that point is there is there anything i know and the, i know there's products that are made for mm-hmm. automobiles you guys deal in that at all yes like that? and the word that i've learned is contained mm-hmm. so instead of stored i guess secured and contained would be kind of what we're looking at because if it's on you it's on you but you got to think about if you have a car accident if it goes flying out the window you're still 
you know, still got to be a responsible gun owner, even that in that scenario. So mm-hmm. there are a couple of things. Um, there's a, a couple of different options for cars, depending on what kind of car you have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ones that actually have bladders that inflate and deflate to be stored, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, those are made by Hornaday. Um, those are pretty neat. So there's a lot of options, even a little box. If you're leaving one in your car that's not on you, there are some ones that you can actually bolt right on, lock right. it up. So that's something that, you know, if you're going to leave it in the car, you know, maybe having something like that. Because, again, who has access to your car? There are a lot of people that have car break-ins. People know that w- where's the first place you're going to look? The glove box or yeah. under the seat. Yeah. I mean, it's not rocket science. You know, yeah. when you're a kid hiding stuff under your bed, your mom knows where it is, yeah. you know. So thinking about that, um, if it's going to be stored there, definitely lock it up. And there are some smaller options that yeah. are hidden. Yeah, I uh, my own two cents on on, on that. So I've, now that I asked you the question, I'm mm-hmm. going to partially answer it. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, I would strongly uh, discourage people from ever storing a firearm mm-hmm. in, their, in their car. Agreed. You know, just you know, uh, excuse the expression, just bite the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> take your uh, take your yeah. gun and bring it inside and Absolutely. secure it properly. Uh, Absolutely. Properly in there. And and I mean, truthfully, if you're leaving it in your car for self protection, but you're being responsible and leaving it locked up. In a case of self-defense, if you don't have it on you, you're not going to have time. You know, I mean, you, you got to, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, just uh, as a reminder to everybody, I mean, the law is kind of gray when it comes to the when it comes to having your firearm in the car with you. Yeah. You know, it's that's a, where it's that a, contained it's, word it's comes. A ma- it's a matter of interpretation. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that the key is that you can't, you know. There's different ways of expressing it. I think the one that really hits home to me is it can't be easily accessible Correct. to you. There has to be some kind of barrier, mm-hmm. you know, involved in that. And, uh, you know, in the real world, a lot's going to depend if you ever got, you know, forbid you're in a situation like that and you you run across the wrong, quotes the wrong police officer, but he sees an exposed mm-hmm. firearm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to be a good situation. Mm-hmm. Not going to be good, you know. So no matter what, and 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 and, he, and he's right, by the way, to be very concerned. Right. Well, I would. Be, yeah. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, you know, I would say at a, at a minimum, you know, it's, it it needs to be contained or or, or mm-hmm. not uh, readily accessible. But by all means, um, I would say, uh, you know, make sure that you're aware of that and you mm-hmm. do. You do uh, abide by that, and also when you get home, I'm I'm asking you guys and girls, please don't store your firearms in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really bad idea, and it's so easy, you know. Yeah, agreed. Let, let's, if you don't mind, let's do a quick review if sure. for, for no other reason for my sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like this, we covered a lot this, of stuff. This this is this has really been good, Larry. It's been it's been very informative, and uh, so when if. First of all, I have to. I, I've already predetermined that I need a. I mm-hmm. need a safe. There's no question that I, that that's a responsible mm-hmm. uh, owner to a firearms owner to to have uh, firmly in mind that he needs to have some uh, good way of storing it, and then I have to determine what size I need, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, and 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 that I can do in consultation with somebody li- yeah. li- like you. Like, here's my situation. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, what, uh, what, what do you, what do you recommend? Mm-hmm. And then also I have to be concerned about the quality of the safe that I'm, uh, uh, that I'm buying. Obviously I'll give you a plug is uh, Liberty is a well-known company. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of those things you can, you know, you can hardly, hardly go wrong. I mean, you go into a Mercedes dealer and you have a pretty good idea that you're going to get a 
decent car, right? Correct. So it's kind of kind of the same kind of the same thing. Uh, but say, for instance, I you know forget about a specific brand, but just specific things mm-hmm. that we uh, that we yeah. talked about. There's the uh, fire rating, correct? That that you talked about. Mm-hmm. There's a way of securing the the door itself. Yes, yeah, security is, is security uh, is imperative. Yep. And then uh, uh, I, I, something that we didn't specifically touch on, but I guess the most comfortable way that you're going to be in accessing correct uh, it. What are you going to put the, in the, it? The old time. Yep. Uh, well, I, I mean, insofar as literally opening the door, is if it's going to be the old spin around thing. Mm-hmm. Right? I think you can even use. Uh, yeah, you can even use a uh, an app now, right? To, to mm-hmm. open doors yep, and your stuff. Phone. And, mm-hmm. uh, yep. So there's a world out there. Yes, of there is. Yep. And uh, that's why uh, you know that's why uh, we were anxious to get you in here mm-hmm. and make people aware that look, one, it's something that you should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, there's help out there. Yes. You know, don't be don't be intimidated by this. There's, uh, you know, you find a good uh, a good dealer uh, like you guys are H and R, and go in there with your questions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, you can take it the proverbial one step at a time if, it's you, fun, y- yeah. if you want, but get it done. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, needless to say, uh, as we touched on, there's all kinds of potential problems mm-hmm. if you don't, uh, you know, if you, if, if you don't do it. And it's Correct. something you got to spend a little money, but in the long run, uh, it's, it's a darn good investment yes, for, for yeah, a to prevent the problem. You know what I didn't mention? Ask for a warranty, lifetime warranty, okay. or if someone does try to break in, will they cover it? That's sound important too. Okay. Just okay. thinking about long run stuff. Okay. And then uh, we did talk about the ins- your insurance company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, call your insurance. For your firearms and mm-hmm. uh, insofar in as the uh, your homeowner's insurance. Yeah, they might get a discount. Covered, if it's covered by that or you can get a mm-hmm. discount or if it's not covered... You can get a ride or have it, yeah. you know, something something attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you want to say about safes? I, think I we covered it. Okay, I because I want to. Uh, I don't know how much we're all right on time, but I, I I wanted to touch on a couple of things because I was really I was really uh, pleased to have you have you Thank come you. in. Because uh, uh, as as you folks listeners know, I mean, uh, the, uh, Hillary is unique. Yeah, uh, that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> in a number of ways. Uh, <laughs> but but you know, you know, again, let me harken back to our, our prior two podcasts mm-hmm. and we and we talked about uh women's involvement mm-hmm. in this stuff. And it was uh, you know, we you know, made mention of the fact that oh so many so many more women now are buying firearms mm-hmm. and they're they're interested in uh, yeah. you know, in, in, in firearms and uh, not necessarily, you know, because of my husband. No, because mm-hmm. they're interested in, yeah. in, in, in firearms. And in our second podcast, we talked about uh, the uh, the abundance of uh, of women showing up at uh, ranges. Mm-hmm. I made mention of the fact that the other podcast, when I visited the range that we were talking about, I would say, without exaggeration, half the people out yeah. there when I was there were fifty you know, fifty were, were, were women. And it was like, whoa, yeah, you know this 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 is a big big development. And mm-hmm. and I and like I've said on. More than one occasion, it's a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's Agreed. just just a terrific thing. Let alone they tend to be better shots. They are. So, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. I think. I think it's. A, it's a. It's a terrific uh, development. I mean, the, in the real world, mm-hmm. it's. It's a. It's a great equalizer. Mm-hmm. I know? completely agree. And uh, and uh, you know you can make all the speeches that you want and all that stuff. That's fine. But in the real world, it's empowering. This, this is something that's a mm-hmm. real. That's a real. A real equalizer. But you need to get 
the proper fire arm. You mm-hmm. need to get the proper the training. The training right? Oh my gosh, the and, training and and storage. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but also, the, the, I think the thing that's that's really fascinating is that you are a you are an owner mm-hmm. of a gun store. And I, I, you know, I, God knows there's no statistics on this. No, I'm sure. But, but, <laughs> but you're the first one I've ever run across. I know. Everybody <laughs> says that. You I know? know. You know, it's funny because I call so many other dealers and they always are like, okay, bye, sir. And I'm like, really? And they're like, I'm so sorry. We're just used to it. I'm like, whatever. Right. I mean, seriously, come yeah. on now. You're going to hurt my feelings, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I, I, I mean, imagine it's been interesting, right? Well, Especially in the beginning, it had to be interesting. It's interesting for me because not only am I a female, my name is Hillary and I get a lot of cracks about that. And it's not the first time I've heard it. I'm like, okay, I know charge you more. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, it's, um, it's the, the Hillary premium. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's right. I like yeah. that. The HP, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is fun. Honestly, uh, I'm so, so happy that we do have so many female clientele. Mm-hmm. We have a woman's day. Uh, we've been running women's day for over a year and I'm happy to announce as of today, after this whole year of women, we do have a date for a man day. So we're going to go bowling and then we're going to have a bowling pin shoot. Oh, how cool. And then the day <laughs> after we are, have our women's day where we're going to go do yoga and shoot. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Good so, for you. Yeah, we'll Good see. But, um, yeah. Well, I'm see, trying that, to that, e- I see, I'm trying to equal it out. All the boys were like, when's my man's day? And I'm like, seriously, yeah. we really need a man day. So now we're doing the man day. <laughs> you know what? You know what, though? I mean, that's, it, it really is good. But it really it really goes to my point mm-hmm. is that you're coming into the industry with a completely different perspective. It's fun. we got to have a little fun. You know, there's not going to be, too, you know, forgive me, my fellow guys. I get, I get it. Yeah. There's going to be very few male gun store owners that are going to think about doing yo- yoga. Yoga. <laughs> Yoga and shooting. I mean, you'd you be know. surprised at how many guys wanted to sign up. Oh, I bet. I bet. Or even the bowling pins. You know, yeah. whatever. The bowling it's, pin it's, shoots are fun. We've ran those. Those are fun. But it's 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 a new and refreshing perspective that I think you know really comes from uh, from who you are. It's, it, that's that, that's a good thing. One of the problems I think, uh, if I can digress, is that uh, people get involved in our industry and get bored. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we talked about at other podcasts, they'll go to the range and mm-hmm. maybe go again, eh, you know, some other time. And mm-hmm. before you know it, the years have passed and the gun now has a lot of dust in yeah. the drawer, you know. Yep. But if you're doing things like like mm-hmm. you're doing, you're cooking things up and keeping people it's interested, yeah. it's a real positive thing. And if people like, you know, I, I've said before, if people aren't practicing and they aren't keeping up with things, mm-hmm. they actually become dangerous. Well, okay? it's, it they, is worse. And just... In my opinion, just doing target practice, mm-hmm. never moving and shooting or shooting from the hip, doing those important things um, that I really, really push a right. ton of shooting from a holster. Right. You know, I mean, there's been guys that have been carrying 30 years. They're great at target practice. They have never shot from the hip, right. never shot from the holster. Right. The guy that you shoot is not going to be 25 yards away. Right. You know, so they never really thought about it. Oh, I'm so good. I'm bullseye shooter. But, you know, OK, but. Yeah. What about that little bodyguard you carry, right? I, oh, I never shoot it. Oh, man, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, it's like, we, and again, we touched on this at, at, mm-hmm. at a previous podcast, is that the only thing you've really have done is that you, you've you've now uh, verified that your gun works. Yeah. You know, that yeah. a, bu- a bullet will come out. Yeah, and, fantastic. You know, <laughs> and and, and it's, it's better than nothing. 
Right. You know, but you got to keep it in mind that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, that there's a lot more to it than this, including dry fire practice and mm-hmm. all, all kinds of stuff. A lot of ranges, obviously, you're not going to be running around. But there are practical shooting courses. We do. That yeah. That's stuff. that's so really all I do. There's a whole world, you know, mm-hmm. there's there, there, there's a whole world out there. So anyway, uh, my, my, my point was, and you, you've actually proved my point, which I appreciate, Aww. is that it, by, by having, you know, having folks like you, females, is that it's so healthy? I think for yeah. the for the industry because this is was uh, up until pretty recently. I couldn't think of a more good old boy industry mm-hmm. than the than the I firearms agree. industry, and that that has uh, you know <clears throat> is changing and mm-hmm. really has uh, has got to change. If you want to put your uh, you know put your practical hat on for a second, it's good for business. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's good for business. Not all these ladies are bringing those lady smiths to the range and thinking every gun is like that. Right. Oh my gosh, save the women from the lady smiths. Yeah. They're great, but oh my goodness, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, and and the pink guns are pink guns. And well, let's guns. not go. I like colors. Let's go there. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm not saying it can't be pink. It just buy a good gun and then we'll make it pink. There you go. All right. Touche. Touche. Mm-hmm. Touche, Dubé. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, uh, I think I think we're, we should be winding down about now. So it's, uh, you know, before I wind down, and I brought this with me. I, I visited Hillary at her store uh, before we uh, made arrangements to do this podcast today, and I want to make mention of the fact that uh, uh, besides everything else, I know uh, uh, Hillary, we found time. <laughs> Hillary has uh, uh, written a uh, a book. Uh, dementia and firearm safety. Things you don't think go together. <clears throat> yeah, and mm-hmm. and it is eye opening. Uh, it really is. It's very good. And Thank you. It's 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 a good read. It's it's not complicated. It's straightforward with a lot of real good information. Here's why I think it's important, and I didn't want you to leave without us talking yeah, yeah. Br- briefly about this. Is in our area in particular, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know most people that are listening to this broadcast are probably from south of Tampa up to Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And uh, our demographic here is definitely an older demographic. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Is it? It is. Wait. It is. <laughs> the one time Vinny talked. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, the book is, it, it's really good. It's, by the way, it's for sale mm-hmm. uh, at your store. Mm-hmm. Is it available anywhere else that, that, that you know? Or is it just on Amazon? On Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a dementia and firearm uh, safety is the, is the book mm-hmm. by Hillary Duet. And uh, I would highly recommend it to any, uh, now he, getting back to the other demographic point, this is a serious issue around mm-hmm. here. Oh you yeah. Know, there's no, there's no question about it. I'm going to venture a guess. There's very few people I'd say, well, let me say contemporaries of mine, uh, who who somehow or another have not been touched by this. Either it's a neighbor or it's a yeah. relative or it's, it's mm-hmm. somebody, whether it be, you know, the very early stages or, mm-hmm. or you know, it's a whole process that, oh, that, yeah. that, that people go through. And for people to be cognizant of this, uh, I think is really, really important. Mm-hmm. You know, if we were, uh, frankly, honestly, if we were in a different demographic, uh, my, my youngest son, for instance, is uh, in the, the heart of Charlotte. And mm-hmm. I, when I visit there, I don't think I see anybody over 35, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're, you know, uh, get a lot of sirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, di- it's different. 
there mm-hmm. you know there's not, there's not too much of the dementia going on in you know in in, in the heart of, of mm-hmm. charlotte uh the heart of Citrus County, mm-hmm. eh, different situation. Yes. So anyway, I would, uh, I again, I didn't want to let this go unsaid. You have this book. I've read it. It's good. It's really good. And for anybody that's uh, that's concerned about this mm-hmm. at all. Caretakers, I, 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 I family members. Highly recommend yeah. it. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, we, we, you know, may, may want to even do a podcast on this. We should. Sometime, you know. We have, should. You know, have you come in and we'll go into, uh, go into greater, uh, go into greater detail. And uh, it's uh, it would be t- I think it would be it certainly would be time uh, time well spent. So I'm going to give my plug, and then I'm going to uh, uh, let you wrap up, Hillary. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'd encourage you maybe just to give your location and hours yeah, and all absolutely. that stuff. And so far as my plug goes, as you all know, I am the uh, uh, NRA uh, recruiter uh, for this area, and. Uh, most of you, just about all of you that are listening to this, uh, got your NRA uh, memberships through me, which I appreciate. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen I'm, anybody, right? <laughs> I miss, I miss you. You know, there's not too many festivals and gun shows going on right now. You know, so uh, what I always tell you at the end of this, and please, I know a lot of you have, which I appreciate, uh, but go to the, uh, you know, go to uh, the uh, the website, uh, homeguardassociates.com, and on there uh, you can uh, there. A, a very noticeable section where you can click and uh, re- and renew your memberships or upgrade or uh, if you have any any questions there's all kinds of ways there that you can get a hold of me you can email me from there you can give me a telephone call if you're having any uh, concerns or problems with your membership but at the very least uh, I would strongly encourage you to please uh, keep your membership current or extend it if you have even a lot of time left. Uh, extend it now. There's a lot of good deals going on, uh, I've, I've noticed. And uh, uh, more to the point and more seriously, uh, this is a very, very critical time for gun owners. Uh, we are on the precipice. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it is frightening uh, what the possibilities are. And um, what's what's going to help is if the NRA, frankly, I think we'd all agree, stays healthy. Mm-hmm. And the the way that we stay healthy is with our membership. Uh, not only your money. That's obviously, you know, it's what makes the world go round. You know, too bad, but that's that's <laughs> rea- that's reality. You're it. worth it. <laughs> but but also, uh, I wanted I want to tell you uh, for a fact is. What the strength of the NRA, uh, uh, you know, really is, and you hear all of this stuff about, you know, uh, uh, um, the money that's involved and all that stuff. Okay, great. But what's really, uh, what's really uh, gives us our power is our membership number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, your politician, with some exceptions, are. They could care less about old Tom Jefferson and, and mm. the Adams family and George Washington. Yeah. <laughs> what they're concerned about is, okay, NRA, what's your membership look like? And because w- without a doubt, it's one of the most active memberships mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that you'd find people in the NRA get involved and they go and they vote mm-hmm. and politicians realize that. Yep. As long as our membership is going up, we're in good shape. Mm-hmm. God forbid, all of a sudden that membership starts dropping off, dropping off. And believe me, it'll be a news story. Yeah. It, it'll be headlines. Yep. And, uh, and then the politicians, uh, you know, they're pretty practical guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, that's their job. Right. Okay? And it's like, well, you know, 
maybe we'll meet you next week. Yeah, maybe we'll take your call. Maybe we won't take your call. Maybe we'll sit down and talk to you. Maybe we won't. As long as that membership is going up, they'll take the call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once we start falling apart, not so much. <laughs> so anyway, it's kind of a long-winded way of saying renew your membership. <laughs> or ex- renew or, it. Or, ex- or, ext- or, or extend, your, <laughs> extend your membership. And, uh, and, and I give you, uh, you know, you can call them directly if you want. You can go to my website and click on there and, uh, and, uh, and, and do the membership. Uh, also, <clears throat> in conclusion... On the website, uh, the other uh, podcasts that we've done are on there. They're archived, and uh, this one, this one will be, uh, this one's going to be uh, uh, available uh, to hopefully in a week or so, something like that. Cool. And um, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be on there, and then, and then archived. And I, you know, it's self-serving as it is. I'd recommend if you haven't uh, listened to the other ones, uh, try to do it at your leisure. Because there is a sequence to it, like we mentioned right at the uh, right at the beginning, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's a sensible uh, sequence, and you're going to enjoy it and, and get something out of it. Uh, I always tell you, folks, if you have any questions uh, about this podcast or any of the podcast, uh, any questions or comments uh, or uh, uh, ideas for any uh, future uh, podcast, I'd be I'd be happy to hear them. If you have any compliments, by all means, send them Yeah, to, send those. Send me, <laughs> send me those compliments immediately. Okay. So, okay, Hillary, I am going to turn this over to you to finish things off, and please uh, just uh, summarize again uh, where you're at and, and uh, your hours and all that stuff. Yes, thank you. So we are on uh, South Florida Avenue in Inverness, right by the airport. Yes, Inverness does have an airport. <laughs> And we are open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 4. And we do deliver safes seven days a week. But I promise you that if you have been thinking about it, then just do it. Get it done. I will help you. It will be worth it and glamorous. (laughs) What's a good phone number? 352-503-6285. And a website did you mention? hnrgunworks.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. I think we're done. Thank you. Hillary, thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you. I it had was, so much fun. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and hopefully people uh, you know, have gotten uh, something out of it. Thank you. Hey, this is Cousin Vinny, and uh, brought you another episode here. Uh, stay tuned. There'll be more coming shortly. Thank you for listening to Cousin Vinny Network. Come back to hear more of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and be sure to share our podcast. Hey, drop me a line on our Facebook page at the Cousin Vinny Network, or if you'd like to be a guest. Give me a call at 888-738-7381. That's 888-738-7381. And again, please share our podcast. And if you can, take some time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible at all.